High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, we're looking at the aftermath of the deadly fire that took place uh, last week, and now there are recovery efforts. Many matters, very sensitive matters now, have to be dealt with. One's got to go through the incident as it happened and deal with the tragedy of the situation. To just unpack that situation, our joining us is Councillor Mongameli Nyameni, who's a councillor in Ward 23. Councillor, very good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thank you for joining us, Councillor. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but I think you were saying the wrong information. This is 124. Oh, it's Ward 124. Yes. Okay, Councillor, thank you for correcting that. Uh, Ward 124 going forward. I will make sure, I will make sure that I refer to that as we go along. So, Councillor, we're looking now at the aftermath, as I've mentioned, of the, of the fire. And, um, sorry, Councillor, are you there? Yes, I, I'm listening. Oh, just sorry, because there's, there's, there's chat in the background. I just got confused for a minute as to what was going on. But, okay, so we're looking at the aftermath of the fire. Where do recovery efforts stand right now? Where do we? Where do recovery efforts stand right now? The recovery. Yes, Councillor. So recovery efforts, yes. how, how does it look on the ground? So what's the situation regarding uh, the, the, the situation of the building, the condition of the building, and uh, dealing with uh, the deceased? Where, how, how do efforts stand okay. right now? Right, right now, the, uh, the scene is declared uh, a crime zone. Therefore, it's under the police now. Nobody can is allowed to enter the building. The building is still off now. Right. And nobody can get inside. Then now what is going to happen now? Then the investigation by the police is to be done. After then the investigation is concluded, it will then be said that whether the the building is direct sound for people to, to be occupied or whatsoever. Whatever the, the investigation is going to be, it will be after then. Then in terms of... uh then uh, the victims, we there are 77 deceased now, currently. Mm-hmm. Then now uh, from from that, then uh, we are assisting uh, the families, then of the deceased, so that they can be assisted in terms of the burial. Right. Then and uh, other victims who survived, then there are three shelters where the big house at. Then uh, by giving food, blankets, clothing, and also the medication for those who need uh, other medication. And there are some other uh, victims that are being released from hospital, mm-hmm. but others are still in hospital. I don't have the staff here with me if how many are still remaining in the hospital. Okay. Councillor, regarding the, the condition of the building itself, um, where, where does it show the most vulnerability, the most weakness on, uh, in the building? Okay, I'm driving currently. Let me just... You said, you, can you repeat the question? Sorry, Councillor, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Now. Right. So, regarding the condition of the building, what exactly, what is the exact status of the building right now? Uh, do we have inspectors looking? Where, where's the main weakness? Which was the most affected part? And the, the building uh, for now is stable. There's no more fire, fire being extinguished. I, I understand. The, the building inspectors now, they will then, uh, 
confirm whether the the building, the status of the building, how is it safe or is not safe at all? Does it pose any danger or is it going to be a minimum danger? Then we are still waiting for that report from uh, building engineers. Okay. And uh, going forward, um, are there any plans for a specific management to come into place uh, during, during this point in time to take over the building? There are any management tools? Is there any management in place? Is there a possibility of a management in place taking over the, 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 the overseeing the building? Who's overseeing the building right now? Right now, the staff is there and also the GMPD is there. Then also there's a security that is being placed by, by the city so that they can look over the, the facility so that there cannot be any, maybe people will come and break in or whatsoever. Okay. They, they are looking there so that nobody must come and enter the building, as is declared a crime center. Okay, and Councillor, assistance, uh, donations, uh, support, what support is being received thus far? What, what, can you, what have you observed so far in terms of that? Who's come forward to support in terms okay, of donations that, and assistance? The different uh, donation that uh, the Queens of uh, of Wales uh, funeral parlor that is in Ward uh, 23 is also coming to assist. They say they will be donating about 300 uh, uh, cabbages and also some food right. and also milk and something stuff and also give us give us also with there also. And right. there are uh, donors, they were coming on board, and they are uh, presenting, delivering those donations directly to, to these three uh, 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 shelters. Okay. Councillor, we're going to have to leave that. We've just about run out of time. Thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. Just to give us some background as to what the situation looks like at the moment, where the situation stands in terms of, as I mentioned, recovery efforts and uh, where to from now, given the aftermath of that deadly fire. Councillor Mongameli Nyameni, Councillor in Ward 124. I'll put emphasis on that, joining us just to give us that update on uh, where things stand regarding that tragic uh, building fire that took place last week.